hello welcome back we're on episode four i think this is going to be we're not recording in order so it might be episode three but we'll uh anyway it's an episode of the the all new strong dads podcast hopefully you've enjoyed the ones we've got out so far uh if you have it helps us massively if you can go on wherever it is apple podcast spotify wherever you get your podcast from please subscribe Please leave us a bit of review if you're enjoying it and a, and a five-star rating, obviously. Um, how are you, boys? How's the last week been? I'm going to leave up to Jonesy this. There's a bit of a warning today. He's a bit tired and cranky. So this is going to be good. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a toddler that's not slept. Yeah, just tired and angry today. We should have done that at the beginning. Like this. This, this is a warning. This episode contains one very angry, sleep-deprived person. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I think it's not just like the sleep deprivation doesn't help, obviously, but you know, you just like whatever sort of news platform you go on or whatever, it's all like chaos in the world, isn't it? Just like yeah. there's there's a there's a void of good news at the minute, and it's just like oh, right, yes, here we go again. It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, it's just like people with opposing views just arguing, and half the time you feel like you're sat in the middle, just going like. There, there's another way like it's just it's yeah well, yeah for example i was laughing last night like remember the member of a fishing club and went on the facebook page last night and there was a big like post saying um i've been informed by the head bailiff that people are traveling too far to go fishing because it, it's been advised that you stay local don't go out your village town etc etc and within an hour and a half, there was over 400 comments. Oh, Jesus. And it was just like argument, 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 argument. <laughs> argument. I was like, it's quite entertaining reading, but Christ <laughs> almighty, it's like... that there with a popcorn. Yeah, exactly. But it's just like, oh, come on. It's like, it's just fishing. Like, it's going to be there in a few weeks. Relax. <laughs> Not going anywhere. But, and it, but then people are like, oh, well, I've, I've got... Got the ruler out, and if I go five miles this way, I can't go over county lines and da 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 and all this. It's just like, whatever. get a get a get a life, isn't it? You put yeah. nothing better to do than argue on uh, social media. Oh. Exactly, exactly that. Exactly that. Hey, Jones was uh, struggling to go outside of county lines last week. You must have been snowed in last week when <laughs> up, up in the hills. Yeah, no, it was mega. Loved it last week. Like it's just I don't know about obviously your your two I don't know was it the first time your two have seen snow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they, were they literally just like I don't quite understand. It's pretty cool, but or were they just like oh my god? Yeah, no. She, we we sat her in the snow for a few pictures, and it didn't help that she'd been like teething. She was going through one of these leaps that they always seem to go through. So she was just being grumpy all the time. We just <laughs> like today. Today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Going through a development oh. stage. <laughs> happens at all ages. She can't tell us that it's because she's like tired and grumpy and that she was just in a bad mood. But so we just sat her there and she was just like like staring at the space, just going like, what, what the hell is this? Um yeah. So yeah, she didn't quite get it. But yeah, Fred loves it, absolutely loves it. To the point where came down, had breakfast, was like, oh, it's snowing, da da da. Lost him for a few minutes, realized he'd walked up to the top top bit of the garden. Still in his pajamas, no shoes, nothing. And he's just like playing around in the snow, and it's like, <laughs> all right, fair play, I respect that. Like, 
just no thought about getting dressed, nothing about that. Just straight out in the snow, no bother. Good lad. <laughs> Brilliant. Just don't let just don't let your mum see that I've let you out there like that. Please don't get ill. Just please don't get ill. Yeah, Divering. Just <laughs> well, that's what Lizzie did. She was looking at it, going, "Oh, this is amazing." And then when she touched it, she was like, "Nah, not, not for me. That it's cold." Dave, <laughs> take me back inside now. Yeah, get me in, Dad. Not having none of this. <laughs> did, did you see? I put something on um, Instagram this morning on the stories. Did you see that? I was crying. Where was it? Yeah, that Dad and buried. It's like, I'm always baffled by how excited my toddler is to get out of bed every morning until I remember he's going to spend the day playing, napping and being waited on. I'd be excited too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, that, that is very true. Like literally in the morning, you know, like, I don't know, I'm like a sloth in the morning. It takes me about four coffees to get going. But like with Fred, it's like ding, bang, up on it, like drop of a hat. And it's like, whoa, that is a lot of energy. See, this is why you're in a bad mood. You're just jealous that you can stay up half the night, kicking off and keeping you awake and then be up and at it again first thing in the morning. <laughs> Someone actually should do some scientific evidence on kids. I think, I don't know if we've mentioned this before. You know, when you used to play rugby as a kid mm. and you never got tired and then all of a sudden, one game, you'll just get tired. I don't know what age that actually starts at. Like, why could you as a kid just play like three games a day and then, I don't know, you hit 14 or something, all of a sudden you're blowing after 20 minutes. Like, what? <laughs> at what age was that transition? Like, what happens in the body for that to happen? Like, you probably never had it. I felt that was like 30. I felt pre-season after I turned 30 was so much harder than when I was in my 20s. <laughs> exactly pre-season for about 10 years played about two sessions got injured missed about six weeks and played catch that's why you went into coaching wasn't it <laughs> like play a coach so you can like stand there in pre-season blowing the whistle you go I'm alright boys but then when the game time came alright I'm in the team now <laughs> yeah how many pre-seasons do you need to do when you've done I don't know 12 or 13 pre-seasons I ran yeah. up enough hills I've jumped in enough mud and you know I've, I've, I've worked it out now <laughs> like I'm alright I'm fit <laughs> Mate, I realized one of the things that's in my head. I was like, at the back, we're doing like I was, so I was at the back of this group and we're doing these sprints. I was like, why am I the last one? I've never ever been the last one. And then like, I turned around and looked around and realized the only two other guys that were older than me, one of them was like player coach and had the whistle, and the other one was the other sort of like player coach. And he was walking off because he just pulled his car for something. <laughs> like, me, I'm at the back. Like, uh, it's time, time yeah, it's just, now. It? I mean, like. Pre-season, like you see, like young lads just absolutely like like we're going to kick off with some sprints and they're, and they're going for world records each one, and you're like, mate, you're going to die. Yeah. All getting you're at the back, just a gentleman's agreement, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no heroes, boys. Come on, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'll finish when I finish. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That probably links us pretty well to what we're going to talk about today with us uh, getting older and that. So, um, go on, Jen. You came up with the the idea of talking about kind of self-care and looking after yourself and that. So, do you want to explain what you were thinking? Beyond yeah, this? It's, well, I just think as, as we sort of get older and especially when we start having a family, and I've, I've been talking to a lot of my clients about this, it's like, as a dad, 
do you do things for yourself? Do do you do do you have a break? Do you and look and again there's connotations to this we'll get onto in a bit. But where where do you do you ever sort of down tools? Do you still do hobbies that you did ten years ago, five years ago? Do you still like enjoy watching sport or going to the theatre or or whatever it may be? Are you still doing those things, or do you literally just get up in the morning, go to work, come home, be a dad, go to bed, get up in the morning, go to work, come back, go home, be a dad? Not that there's anything particularly wrong with that, because that's obviously the life we lead, but. Personally, I feel that we still need aspects in our life where we can either recharge, have some enjoyment, and not be ostracized for it, maybe, or sort of have it labeled different, i.e., maybe like selfish or something like that. Yeah. I, th- I, I also think on that, it's something that I guess as blokes, we don't talk about too much. I think, like, personally, when I go on social media, if you see anybody talking about self-care, it's the like female influences in the twenties on a spa day or something like that. <laughs> like a bit like you said, then Jones, it's like a lot of it is about doing stuff that just allows you to keep being you, like to look after yourself mentally and physically, but blokes probably don't talk about that. Blokes you know, doesn't go with the kind of like machoism that we sort of spoke about back when we had Luke Ambler on the show and some mental health, you know, doing stuff to have a bit of time out to do something for you and to look after yourself probably goes a bit, you know, you're not being the hero of kind of hustling every day and getting up early, doing everything to sort the kids out, dominate at work. And then like come back, grab a few hours sleep, repeat again the next day. So, mm-hmm. so I think it, for me, it comes into two parts of like, are you doing stuff that, allows you to be you and like still have your identity, but then are you doing stuff on a daily basis that looks after you after you to allow you to have the energy focus, whatever it is to be able to go to work, do everything you need to do to, to come home, be a good dad and, and everything like that as well. And, and that's it. It's like, are you keeping yourself charged? Are you, are you being yourself? And I think that's what it sort of boils down to. And, and you know, I feel you've only got like a certain amount of energy you can expend for a limited amount of time before your behaviours change, your actions change. You know, that's where things may start slipping in about training, like start skipping training. You start eating you know, more convenient foods because you can't be asked cooking because you're too tired. You know, little things like that creep into it. Whereas, you know, and on the sort of mental aspect of it, like, are you, are you, en- do you have any enjoyment in your life? And before we get slated, I mean, obviously, if you've got a job that you love, mega, you've got a family that you love and dote on, mega. But do you have enjoyment in your life that is personal to you? And I said going before, do you still enjoy hobby, doing a hobby? Do you still enjoy doing activities? Do you still enjoy? Have you got social occasions where you're stepping out of that working dad role and you are still yourself, you can meet your mates, whatever it needs to be? I think it's it's like that um that bucket analogy. Have you seen that? Where you've yeah. got like imagine like you're like the, the bucket and that's like your energy levels and your health and all that kind of stuff. 
and you've got like a tap at the bottom that like is like draining water out of it and that's like work looking after the kids family life training you know everything that kind of requires energy from you on a daily basis and then you've got another tap that's kind of filling it up from the top and that's kind of sleep nutrition and kind of recovery really and that's about it you've got like those three things that are putting into the bucket but then you we've all got god knows how many things that have the potential to keep draining out the bottom of it and the other thing you said there that is kind of a bit of a gripe at the minute is you see these like instagram life coaches saying about like oh if you get a job that you uh love you'll never work a day in your life things like that. it's like yeah but there's always going to be stuff that happens on a daily basis that you don't love or parts of your job that you don't love doing like i'm willing to bet we all love coaching people so we love it when you're there with a client in front of you you know you're training them or you know you're seeing the results they're getting and things like that they're wicked when you've got to sit down and do your accounts or you've got to sit and do create a video or something to go on social media stuff that isn't like what you think is like personal training that's still a pain in the ass at uh at times there's still gonna be stuff like that, that you don't always enjoy it's just again that's that instagram life and it? it's not real life yeah, well, it's easy to do that when you're living in your parents' basement and you haven't got any outgoing. <laughs> Here we go. That, that lack of sleep's coming out now. You've got you baited him there. You've got him in. Yeah, well, no, I will I will bite on that, actually. I will. What I mean, like, the able to get flipped there in a minute when he gets going. I mean, like, you go on to that and, like, there's, there's, like, so much positive, like, and say, like, in, in quotes, like, positivity out there. And, like, yeah, I... I I, I admire that and fair play and yeah we just need to, we do need to be positive and stuff like that but like be real like you will wake up in a shit mood you will get pissed off with things you will want the world to burn for about five seconds maybe a bit longer depending on how angry you are but do you know what I mean it's like but no one ever really talks about that or shows like that it's all like say that Instagram bullshit filter that just shows the perfect life and like oh the perfect dad and Da, 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 the perfect family man, the perfect job, the perfect house, the perfect car, the perfect lifestyle. And it's like, I can guarantee fucking 99% of that is just bullshit. You probably maxed out your credit cards, live <laughs> home with your parents, you haven't got a relationship with anyone. Mate, yeah. you're, you're like, probably what you were saying to us before, before we started about <clears throat> kind of last night with Fred, where he was like, kicking off not wanting to go to sleep and you're there like she's trying to get to sleep and it gets to the point of where you're there going right i'm not moving i'm just gonna sit here like in your tent or whatever where you kick off until you go to sleep and i can be here all night at that point you're going i'm happy for the world to burn in <laughs> whatever you know <laughs> like the, it's the false positivity <laughs> you see that, but then you get into sleep you deal with it that's when you need i guess like we, we term self-care you need strategies to look after yourself on that that's going to bring you back down again that's going to like pay back in to your energy bucket or your energy bank account or whatever so that you get up in the next morning because you guarantee he'll have forgotten about it and he just wants to go back to playing with fred and you know like fred being happy and playing with with dad again and you're still there going i remember what you were like last night trying to get you to sleep He's like, <laughs> like i must admit i must admit that is where Kate plays an absolute worldie because she knows, like, after I've had a rough night and I wake up in the morning, she'll be like, 
okay, come on, breakfast with mum today. <laughs> I was just going to say this, like a lot of the stuff with self-care, it has to come down like the teamwork with your partner, doesn't it? Like there's no way you can train and be healthy if you haven't got a partner there to look after the kids or a support network is it you know everyone's situations are different it's like um i guess you know it's like the old thing the guys used to go to the pub on a sunday didn't they well the you know about being sexist stereotypical the woman made the sunday dinner and the guy went to the pub and had a chat with his mates didn't he and obviously that's changed now but I don't know. I, I just feel just talking to you guys before we even come on the podcast for like 10 minutes, having a bit of banter about, you know, a shared pool of meaning, having a bit of a gripe about it. But you've got to have that support network of either your friends or your partner. It's like you say, you, you know, Gate, she said, yeah, I'll take her for the day or I'll give you, a, you know, an extra hour in bed or yeah. you know what? you go and train for an hour, I'll look after the kid. But after that hour of training, I need you to do this because I need to do work. I think it it has to come. I know I've struggled with this. It's just having the conversations with your partner to say, I need to do this. And I need to prioritize this because it makes me feel better. And it's the same to the mother or partner or whoever it is. 100%. And I think that's it. That's it. Like, a, well, for me, definitely, it was like a learned skill. Like, when obviously Fred was first in, you know, it's like being a, being a dad, like first time and everything like that. It's just chaos. And I was like, well, I'm just going to go to the gym, you know, and just sort of get a look. And it's like, you're fucking not. <laughs> like, why? I go to the gym. Ah, okay, right, yeah. Penny drops about six months later. And you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. And, and, and like I say, it, it's it's understanding where each, each person is with it and stuff like that. Because it can, that's what I was saying before about, it can be looked at as potentially selfish, they just say, do you know, like, we just say, do, do you know what? I need a few hours to myself. I need to go out and do something. Da, 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 da. But then it could be conceived by the people that you're being selfish, but also internally, can you go and do whatever you're going to do guilt-free? Where you think, oh, I should be at home, really, or I should have looked after the kid or, or whatever it may be. And it's like, how do you... I mean, do you guys feel like that? And how, what do you, do you, how do you deal with that? I think for me, now I'm going to cover this because not everybody's like this. I think like for me, if I feel guilty that I'm not there, I feel, I feel guilty that I'm obviously at the minute the gyms are closed. So it's not that, but if I feel guilty that I'm at the gym or doing something for me and not at home, chances are I've got a reason to feel guilty. Now there'll be some yeah. people out there who will just like if they're not doing because they're because they're wired differently or whatever you know that they're, they're wired where everything you know their sole purpose is to I guess like parent parent their kid whereas that makes me sound bad like it's not I don't care about <laughs> not obviously like lower to bits but I get that maybe it's to do with working with but I get that I need to do things for me and that like you know loose I, I felt very strongly that once Lala was here, I guess I continued to play rugby, which with situations and things like that kind of hasn't happened in that, but that Luce continues to play hockey and goes to the gym and things like that for her, because I know that makes, well, that makes her feel better and things like that as well, but it makes me feel better when I'm going to do those things. So like Neely said, it's a bit of give and take and going, right, well, if I do this time, it allows her to go and do that and look after herself. So then she can come back feeling refreshed and be able to put everything into Lila to be able to look after her while I go and do 
X, Y, and Z or whatever. So if it gets to the point of where I'm feeling guilty for not being there, chances are I've not been pulling my weight on that side of things. So probably if I'm feeling guilty, it's going to eat away. I mean, I've got a reason for it. So, yeah. yeah that, I mean, we all notice these things. You're like looking at your missus, it's like, yeah, it's going to erupt in a minute. It's um, She's going to blow. Yeah, this, I've done something wrong. I don't know what it is. But something's gone on here, and then you start feeling guilty. You go, actually, I've probably trained too much this week, or I've not pulled your weight, like you said. Yeah, mm. I like that. If you feel <laughs> if you feel guilty about something, you you probably should. Do, something you know, like say, I, say I would carry it like say because there'll be some people who will feel guilty, whatever. If they did, you know, yeah. like the other thing that is whether that's dads or not, I don't know. I feel like when I've had that experience of people being like, it's normally been mums that have been yeah. training or whatever like that. So whether whether dads get that as well or not. I say I don't know. I'm willing to bet they probably are some out there who feel guilty for it, but that that's just my kind of experience with it. Well, I was talking to my client the other day and about sort of stuff like this, and he sort of he just gave a great analogy. He's like, "Well, think about it. On the plane, if there's a bit of a incident and the mask drop down, what's the rule? You put your 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 own on first before you help other people." And I was like, what? No, no. If I was in that situation, I would 100% make sure Kate and Fred are sorted before I put my mask on, you know, like hero dad, da, 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 and all that nonsense. And then he's like, no, but think about it though. Like the whole point is so you can help. Like yeah. if you're, let's say, choking on smoke and whatever, could you get their mask on while you're choking or do you put your mask on so you can breathe? Then you can perform to the best of your ability, looking after your partner and kid. It was like, I like that. And that's really sort of struck a chord. And I was like, yeah, I, I completely sort of jump on board that. And then that's where it goes back to, so you need, I, I personally feel you need to be doing stuff for yourself that keeps you energized, topped up, refreshed able to and then that has a massive knock-on effect to how you are around the family and and what you can do for them and that like so I, th- I think that's nail on the head and that's my i guess gripe if you like when i see these like influencers on instagram posting about it and it's like like some self-care is some big event it's like you know they go like i say it's usually usually women in that world but they go like a, a spa or they're doing something that's like a, a day out, you know, escaping from kind of like everyday life type of thing. When I think for most of us, the things that are going to make a, a big difference are little things that we can do on a, on a, say on a daily basis or a weekly basis. So a lot of that for me comes down mm-hmm. to like, and Jones is going to nail me for this, uh, kind of like the, the foods that you're eating and, and, and things like that. It is training and training smart so that you're not like... I guess flogging yourself in the gym, and putting yourself in an absolute hole every uh, every session. So you're coming home sore and you know can't walk for three days. It's making sure as much as possible when you're in control of it and the the kid isn't dictating sleep. You can get some good quality sleep to like replenish energy levels. But then you're also having a bit of time where you can chill out with your mates, like just talking, so you can offload and things like that. Probably sit down with a a beer and watch some rugby or football on the telly or whatever, or sit down with your other half and share a bottle of wine or something. It's making sure you've got those things in that happen regularly 
so that on a daily basis you can do it. And then when you've got time allowed, then you can go and do the big things where you go out and, I don't know, you, go, you, you disappear fishing for an afternoon, Jones, or someone goes for a game of yeah. golf with the mates for an afternoon or something like that. You know, you can do that, but it's the li- that's only, you're not going to be able to do that all the time. You need to be doing yeah. little things all the time to take care of yourself. 100% agree with that. You know, when you said like the little things, like self-care shouldn't be a big event. If it's a big event and you're like trying to escape, you've missed the little things, haven't you? You know, the, yeah. like you say, it should just be little drops of stuff of self-care of like, I don't know. Like for me, I love getting up just a little, I don't know. Sometimes you're knackered like an hour earlier before Elizabeth and Emma gets up where... Oh, mate, I love doing that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can just get a coffee. I might even put the laptop and do something, or like, just it's just peace and quiet. But like, you sacrifice a little bit of sleep, but then little bits here and there sprinkled in doesn't. You don't need the big event, but the big event is a nice cherry on top. Yeah, I see Jonesy's face light up. Then I love doing that. Mate, honestly, that that sort of quiet time when it's all dark and quiet, them two are asleep. And you can just sit there with a brew. I don't even sometimes literally I just sit there in the quiet and just enjoy that sort of quiet time. Oh mate, I, I used to have it with a client. If I don't know if he listens, if he is, I'm sure he will text me off the back of this, he'll know who he is. Um he used to have it on like a, a Friday night, particularly like a few years ago when his kids were a bit younger. If his missus was out or something like that, he'd come in to train with me on the Saturday morning, he goes, Brilliant last night. He goes, sat down. Rugby on the telly for a bit, half nine. As soon as it finished, bed in bed for half nine. He goes, great. And I was just like, you what? Friday night and you're in bed at half nine. Now, completely get it. <laughs> and at the time, he's like, <laughs> like it's just one of those no, things. It. it was that's like a little treat, isn't it? That yeah, that quiet time and going to bed at like half nine. I was I'm like, treat staying up later and having the TV. And she's like, no. She's like, wait until you have yeah. kids. He's like, and he got it. But like, it's like you say. It's, it doesn't always about not always about being kind of like perfect and things like that, but um, it's doing like things that you feel where you're getting, I guess, your time and that are making you feel better. And it might not be the most perfect thing, like going to bed early. Sometimes it might be getting up early, but if you've got that time that you can put into yourself and you feel good for it, it's going to be better because if we go back to that bucket analogy, you ain't going to be able to do it if it's like, the stuff that's replenishing your bucket isn't going to be things that are, you're able to go and disappear for an afternoon every week or whatever to completely regenerate. It's got to be stuff that you can do little and often to keep that bucket topped up as much as possible all the time. Otherwise your capacity for dealing with the kids work, whatever is going to drop. Yeah. yeah, 100%. yeah. 100%. How often do you go fishing Jonesy? Like, is it, do you book it in? Or do you just go, right, I'm taking a lad fishing or like? Um, i tell you what, like obviously with the weather in a minute, it was, it's garbage for, for going out. Well, it's nice to go out, but rubbish for fishing. But November, in November, on the last lockdown, it was mint. Like, because I, I, I have him on a Wednesday and Friday afternoon. Mm. So I just pick him up from nursery and just go out for a few hours. Yeah. And he was class, like loved it. And he, he was like getting well into it as well and stuff like that. So, um, so it's nice. So it's been a bit different now, but like the canal's just on the back of the house. So we'll go and like walk the dog for an hour or two and uh, just sort of mess around along the canal and stuff and, and do bits and pieces there. So 
But yeah, that's good. I was going to ask yeah, you that. So it's obviously like Fred's sort of a couple of years older than Lila and Elizabeth and that. So are you at the stage yet where, or I guess it isn't said where you can sort of like, if you frame it right, you can have that time for you that looks after you, but incorporate Fred into it. Like I've seen yeah. you taking him fishing. Can you do that all the time? Or is it a case of a bit of, you've got a, like if you get that, um, that kind of hit the jackpot a little bit, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a look. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's a it's a bit of a stroke of luck, but obviously now he's obviously older, he's, he's his own person, everything like that. You know, I'll always ask him instead of just saying, "Right, we're going fishing." Like I might do that occasionally, but like majority of the time is like, "Do you want to go fishing on the canal, or do you want to do this, that, and the other?" So I'll ask him what he wants to do because again that it's just nice to spend that time with him regardless whether it's fishing or not yeah if it's fishing it's a bonus because i get to do a bit a bit sort of replenish the soul there but you know even if he's just like going on a scooter around the park and stuff you know yeah it's quite fun so I'd, I'd, i i used to like when Lyle was younger and, and still now at times i i i quite like it at times like letting loose have a usually at the weekend like a saturday morning then i'll take Lila out for a bit of a walk and things like that, which is at the age now where she's like, what are we up and about? We're fed up of being in the uh, push chair. And it's like, this isn't about you. You're there to just have a bit of time, a bit of quiet time in your uh, push chair. It's about me having a bit of quiet time and being out of go for a bit of a walk. But it's, uh, yeah, we're yeah. at a bit of a random stage, aren't we, Lila? Yeah. Like, the, they're not, her mind's not quite walking, but she don't want to be sat down and she wants to be moving about. So you can't just show her in the pram and go, right, I'm going for a walk for an hour because she's like, looking at me like, what are you doing? I want to get out and crawl yeah. and try and walk. Yeah. Have, you, have you all two fought, fought the car seat yet? Mm. Not no, really. What, where they just sit there and go, not quite. No, no, no they, they arch the back. Uh, <laughs> they arch the back. And, and, but honestly, for something so small, ridiculously strong. What do you do? Just cry chop them or what? What's the straight back throat, <laughs> straight to the throat, bang, get out. Pressure, pressure pipe, bump. <laughs> no, but it gets to the point where I was like, I'm going to have to leave this a minute because the force that I feel I'm going to have to use to try and mm. get the time to get him in the seat is going to be like more than I, I thought would be necessary. It's a little bit scary. <laughs> so. So we're just going to sit in the car while you just have your little tantrum and we'll just calm down and hopefully I can persuade you to get in the seat at some point. <laughs> well, yeah. we got her to come here. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon my little one will be like that. I reckon she's showing signs of uh, independence. Yeah. <laughs> one of them nearly where you're like, party is going proud of that, like strong, uh, strong feisty independent little woman and that and then there's yeah. one, just do as I say all right I just you just need to do as you're told for what <laughs> oh yeah I've, I've I've definitely begged and pleaded with Fred before yeah 100% listen kid come on <laughs> please it's like you don't want to be up I don't want to be up just go back to sleep please please I'll buy you I'll buy you a toy tomorrow whatever so that that kind of brings up a good question so we're talking about self-care and things like that what what do you guys do i guess to like so generally speaking you'll have like if little ones like in a routine and like going to bed at an all right time sleeping through the night you'll kind of have a routine of how things go and you'll probably feel all right with everything 
when it doesn't and you have a night, so like last night, Fred, where um, Jones, where Fred's not keen on sleeping, you're up for a farewell in the night. How do you get things back on track with you again? And so like, I guess, making sure you recover from nights like that where you don't get enough sleep. Um, I, t- I take myself off and just have a quiet hour or two. That is literally it. Like I'm quite, quite good. Like, what? Remember, <laughs> remember having a a discussion with the mother-in-law, and uh, I can't. The subject subject was on something. I think it was a time where Fred really wasn't sleeping. It was all a bit of chaos and stuff like that. And I was like, and I think I said to her, um, I, "I'm really, I really enjoyed being on my own." And she was like, "Well, you shouldn't have got married then, should you?" Anyway, that's a separate conversation, but I was like, oh no, I, I'm actually quite happy being sat on my own and it, I quite enjoy just either sort of reading a book or listening to a podcast or literally just like sitting there in silence for an hour or so and just like chilling. And I say before, like Kate, Kate's meant that knowing when. I need some quiet time. So sometimes even she'll say like, just look, just go out fishing for a couple of hours. Just get out of the house, just clear your head a bit because you're miserable and nobody wants you in the house when you're like that. And I'm like, right, fine. Well, do people have different ways of recharging, don't they? You know, mm. a certain personalities. Like, I think because I know me personally, I work with people. Or then I was around rugby lads. or And then... Like all I wanted to do is sit down and be like, like you say, quiet and just don't do anything. But some people recharge with other, you know, loads of people, don't they? Like I know Emma, mm. she like she loves nothing more after like a hectic, busy week to go and see other people. Where I'm just like, last thing I want to do is go and see a load of friends. I'd rather just sit and with a pizza or something and watch TV. Do you know what I mean? But I think it's finding yeah, yeah. them how you recharge as well is a good form of uh, self care. Yeah, 100%. And I suppose like in the job that we do, you know, you're talking to clients, mentees every day and it's not just rep counting or whatever, you know, because we're invested in their life and, you know, learning about them and, and, and their sort of their life and everything like that. And then you get home and it's like, I just want half an hour just to decompress from the 437,000 conversations I've had today <laughs> to be able to then be present when you're with your family yeah. and, and it's not. And I think I definitely made that mistake, you know, when Fred was first here, but, but now it's like comfortably enough to say, look, I just, I just need half an hour. I'm just going to whatever, just sit next door for half an hour or sit upstairs and then I'll be good to go. Cause there's no point coming in. Like I say low on energy, not really feeling it, walking in, you know, bedtime tea time routine and stuff like that and you're just about 17 percent battery thinking i'm just gonna die in a minute or explode that's like emotional intelligence though isn't it you know then yeah. you know if, if you read now we've done it i'm with you the book on emotional intelligence and understanding where you're at and having those kind of methods to work with that because some people like i can think of people now who have zero emotional intelligence and it's like <laughs> oh yeah yeah, you, yeah you, you've been angry or you you know you've been someone else in a bad way and then you let her go on social media and all it's because you probably had a bad night's sleep where 
you will go, I will take half an hour or I will have 10 minutes here and there. But mm. yeah, I was the same when I don't know what you were like, Rimmer. Like when you started personal training, did you just at the end of a week, your head was just wrecked? A bit, yeah. I was just thinking about it like when, when you were talking about it then. It's like if I hadn't got into PT and things like that, done the stuff like that we did on like emotional intelligence and all that kind of stuff, <clears throat> and just I guess like coaching in general, self development. Not sure how I'd have been with that because that was never something that ever, I guess, like mm. some of the stuff that we talk about self development, like, and, you know, kind of self awareness, like, kind of, I guess, like values and all that kind of stuff was never stuff that I really sort of spoke about or thought about probably before I got into PT and we started did it in terms of like, you know, I guess like the education stuff that we all went through. So I, I can imagine there's probably a load of people out there who don't, who aren't that kind of self-aware. So when you then throw a kid into the mix and they're not doing things to look after themselves, they probably don't have a clue. Like they, like we've just listed off there a few things that we do to effectively look after ourselves, how we frame it with like our, our wives and make sure that we're not pissing them off by going, right, I need to sort myself out. I'm going out for afternoon fishing or whatever i'm going down to the gym and they're like right well i'll just deal with screaming baby and, and all that kind of stuff there's probably people who don't have a clue about any of that stuff and you see why when a baby gets thrown in the mix and things like that that they end up arguing with the missus and and you know all that kind of all that kind of thing and relationships go sort of tits up if you like um i was gonna say just got me thinking that though it's like I'd say hopefully it's something that will come out of this because of people like that who listen to it is that that self-awareness of not only like knowing your triggers of like your bad behaviors if you like when you do need to take some time for you but also then what actually um it kind of repairs you looks after you regenerates you in a, a productive way because for a lot of people it's probably like hitting the can or hit, hitting a bottle opening a bottle or something and it's like, yeah, there's a time and place for that. Like you just said there, it's like you'd sit down with a pizza or something and go like, yeah. right, I'm having an evening to myself or whatever. Yeah, there's a time and place for that. But a lot of people are probably like every night, God, that was a battle, right? Open it, crack open a can or whatever, or get on the delivery. Mm. Like that. And after a while, that's going to mount it up. You're going to feel like, crap, energy levels are going to go down and then that's going to feed into all the, like I guess, like negative stuff that's that's going on. Yeah, and it, 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 you've, you've got to, like, have an aspect of, like, self-reflection with it all as well. And, you know, before you start hitting the old de delivery or just eat out because you've had a shit day and it's all been chaos, you know, like, before you start getting into that process, it's like, have a, have a think about your day. Has it been just a clusterfuck from minute one? Or has it just been one or two things that have really just set you off? Has it been a, a bad night's sleep from the night before has it been three or four nights bad sleep do you know what I mean and it's like being able to have that sort of self-reflection on your sort of activities building up to this point instead of just going do you know what it's been fucking shit today bang beers pizza whatever and that like I say that just sort of feeds into it and just snowballs into maybe three or four days and then suddenly you're like, yeah, I'm just don't feel great right now. <laughs> and that is why, um, I think just listening to us then, that is why giving someone a diet plan is bullshit <laughs> because <laughs> it just doesn't work, does it? 
I mean, is that, you know, if someone needs to see, like, I don't know what 2,000 calories looks like, great. But when you've had that day and the kids are screaming and you want a few beers or whatever, like, you're not going to eat, that. we've said it before, chicken and broccoli off a 20-year-old PT's diet plan. <laughs> um, I was going to say, but yeah, like you said then, Jones, there's, there's going to, like, it's self-awareness in terms of, like, yourself, but it's awareness of the... I guess, situational awareness as well. So we had it over Christmas where, like I said, Lila was going through one of these like developmental leaps that they go through. So she wasn't like, she wasn't in a great mood sort of during, during the day at times. So she wasn't sleeping as well. She was harder work. To, she generally at night, she sleeps pretty well, but she was harder work to get to sleep. She was like disturbed and up at times during the night. And it's like, you know that for... A period of a couple of weeks, it's like right, we've just got to batten down the hatches and get through this. And then when you do, it's like right, we can get back into that normal routine. I can have more time for myself to, you know, get out for an afternoon and you know, you know, go out for a run or whatever in the evenings. During those times, it is a case of a bit of like we've got to be aware that we're both going through tough times with this. We're both going to have to make some sacrifices. But then when the when she does go, like fortunately, the last. Well, the last week she started to go back into better sleep routines and things like that. And then she picked up a cold from nursery back in last week, but um, it's kind of screwed things up a little bit. But generally speaking, we have got, you know, she's going back to sleep. You know, we can put her put her down and like that's her gone. So then I can go out for a run in the evening. Luce can sit on the sofa with like X on the beach on or 90 day fiance or whatever. Our <laughs> Sky Plus gets hammered with um, all the time. So we both get that bit of time sort of to ourselves and then we recharge and then we can have a bit of time together in the evening and we go to bed feeling all right have you been um have you changed your training like to running at night now because i know you've been doing lots of running is that just your yeah more mental than physical i think like i'm not probably like all of us not um like i love training and things like that but at home it is massively different so i've got four kettlebells and a, a TRX and a couple of resistance bands. So it doesn't wrong. It's probably more than most people, but I don't, I don't massively enjoy it. And it's a bit of a, a pain in terms of like the TRX we've got anchored over the kitchen door, but then you can't really, be, don't really trust swinging like a 24 or 40 kilo kettlebell in the kitchen. Cause like that's got disaster written all over it. <laughs> and then it's like, you got to go outside inside to do bits and it's just like a bit of a hassle um so yeah so i figured like going into this lockdown i need something to keep me motivated so i signed up for that um you know doddy weir's motor neuron disease foundation so he's doing something called doddy gump where basically just um you sign up for one of these teams i think it's 20 quid to enter and that goes to like the charity and then you put down a desert like you can you can do it walking like dog walks cycling on like Zwift or whatever on your, your, your exercise bike in, uh, in the house or running. Um, and you, you put down how many miles you like you want to do over, I think it's from like the beginning of January to the 6th of Feb or something like that. End of the first week of Feb. So I set myself the target of doing hundred K because I think it, all the targets are in miles. So I had like 50 miles. I was like, Oh, it's like whatever it is, 80 kilometers or something like that. So I thought oh, if I'm going to do that. I may as well, go for hundred kilometers and round it to a realistic sort of target. So I've been going for that and I figured it's something that keeps me going or gives me motivation to, to train. 
it's for a good cause. And then I thought like, right, well, rather than try and do like massive workouts, however many days a week, I'll just do little and often. So then I thought, right, well, every day during lockdown, I'm just going to do 20 minute, half an hour, 45 minutes, whatever I'm feeling like a workout. And I said, I don't care what it is, but I'm going to do something every day. And I like, obviously the world we live in that goes on my Instagram stories every day, like, <laughs> ticking them off. Cause if it didn't go on Instagram, it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> so just as a bit of an accountability thing, I figured I'd do that. So I don't have to be dead rigid with the training, but it's just learning up how the last couple of lockdowns have gone. Um, and I say that there were times in the last one, particularly that one in, was it November? The one just before Christmas where it's just like, we had a period back in the gym knew the gyms were going to be opening in a few weeks. I was just like, I just like with dark nights and things like that. I was just like, I just wasn't feeling training. It was finding it easy to let myself off the hook. Whereas yeah. this is something that I know, because I know if I don't train for a few days, you start to get a bit short, a bit snappy. And then that affects loose. It affects Lila and things like that. So yeah, it's just like, hard, isn't it? short and snappy. Exactly. <laughs> You're in the background now. She's like getting aggy at, Every episode. Yeah. <laughs> Same as your dog. If you don't take out for a walk, you get short and snappy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was going to say, like, dogs are like their owners and things like that. But then when you see, like, the amount of energy that uh, Jones's dog's got, it's like nothing uh, nothing like Jones when he's... He's, he's a different level. Different level of creature. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that pretty much a good place to round it up for today. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. We're going nearly an hour now. I was just going to say, though, you know, we've touched on the books before you finish, just for a bit of advice, if there's people listening. Like, what books do you think were the best ones you've ever read or stuff you've done, which you think transferred into dad life? Ooh. Hmm. I was going to say, go on, Jones. Like the emotional intelligence one is a, is a cracker for that. Yeah, I was going to say that's, that's probably up there and definitely, I mean, what you were saying before, Rimmer, I think, been in the line of work that we are and what we've done regards to sort of self-development and education and stuff yeah I just I do wonder sort of how I'd cope with stuff with family work life and everything like that if it wasn't for having that better understanding of how I operate as a person yeah I I struggle to think of it in terms of an actual book that's kind of impacted. This one and now, now you've said that, it's going to be going through my head all day. And like later on today, I'll go, oh, I should have said that book. And I, I can't think now on top of what I was going to say, like when we say about our work, kind of playing into it, I think the biggest thing for me is dealing with like dads and mums as well over the last 10 years and getting an insight into it is like I said it before, like you, you can work with them and things like that, and you'll hear how difficult it is, but nothing prepares you for when like you actually do have your, your own little, well, you don't realize how hard it is. Um, but having, you know, listened to various, you know, mums, dads come in over 10 years and tell you kind of like the stuff they've been going through, I guess kind of in a way offload and open up about their struggles with it. I think that gives you an insight to go, actually it's not just us going through this and you know it's something probably everybody goes through to an extent i think that has kind of helped us more than more than anything because then it, you understand that 
it's good to sit down and like chat to you boys about stuff and go like, is yours doing this? And you go, all oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. We can, you know, that you, you found this work. Well, right. We can try that. And it like just talking about it helps. And like we said before, and like we said on, well, like Luke uh, said on the, on the episode we did with him is talking is very powerful for that. All right. Yeah. Off the back of it, you've got to put some stuff in place, but just talking about it, and getting the open, you'll find that it's not just you that's having those issues. And then you get, you know, you can work up other people's experiences and get strategies to put in place and give a try because it is all just trial and error at the end of the day. And you'll find the stuff that works for you. And eventually that becomes a routine, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. You usually get that face off Jones. He's like, uh, something like, it's like, he does the same face my dad does. So like, well, we'll come on and be like, oh, she's doing this. And Jones, you'll just sit there smiling like, yep, I know. I know, lads. <laughs> Uh, and then I feel I feel instantly back. It's like, yeah, we've all, it's, yeah, it's normal. <laughs> nice. Didn't realise I'd perfected that face. Yeah, it's a good face, mate. Keep it going. But yeah, it's, it's, comforting. Feel- it's comfort- comforting and sarcastic at the same time. Right. <laughs> Considering you're not actually that much older than uh, us, do you feel like we paint the picture of you being like, like yeah, experienced old man. I'd go with that actually. I think I'll take that. I'll take that. Mm. I painted that in a good way. I could have gone. I could have gone. I know. Uh, I was. I was wondering that. where you were going with that. Man. <laughs> that's, that's, like a wise Jedi. I'm gonna go for. Like nice, this. nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Mm. Right, appreciate that. Right, boys. I think we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. So, thank you very much and that for today. Um, good reminder as always. We had a good response to the first episode Luke Ambler episode last week um, so if you are enjoying it please keep like liking it sharing you know leaving us ratings reviews uh, and subscribing to the podcast it does massively help you know anybody any dads particularly that you feel um, would get something out of listening to us then and hopefully we're not just you know that way you don't feel like we're just talking rubbish please get it out there share it with, uh, with your mates and uh, let us know if there's anything that you guys would like us to hear about, hopefully again, over the next, we've got a couple of good guests lined up over the next couple of weeks. Um, one who, if your kid doesn't sleep, so you can pretty much listen into Jones getting a uh, free consultation about sleep. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, yeah, we've got some good guests lined up over the coming weeks. So yeah, please get involved and uh, we will see you soon. Take care.